Um, not actually necessarily a podcast, but I thought that this might come out to be something usable uh, in the form of a podcast, maybe one day, hopefully. <laughs> um, uh, yes, so uh, the, the goal is to talk about the, uh, the, uh, the question, uh, um, all, all the questions that are getting closed. We need a name for this, uh, for the, for the, uh, for the uh, event of the, of, the, of the last weekend. Repocalypse. 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 Okay, so the first, um, to, to, to divide, I don't, know, I don't know what's going on. So the, this is the whole reason I started this call, so that you guys can fill me in. Um, part one uh, is that there have, has been a lot of uh, closing of very popular old questions going on. Because they're well, not just closing, deletion. Deletion, correct. Sorry, deletion of old, deleted, closed questions. And I heard that even my logo question isn't on anymore, so I'm gonna have to ask That's it again. That's been going for ages. I know, man. I, know. I, I can't believe you didn't out. know that. I know. I, I, I know. It's just uh, telling myself it might come back someday if I keep checking. Um. Uh. So, the, so, so I guess one of the issues is uh, what's going on there, and are we happy with the uh, uh, the um. Uh, the, the, the standards of deleting the questions and is there something we could do besides deleting the questions and this whole thing which and it's a completely separate issue uh, has come to a head because it got noticed all of a sudden and the reason it got noticed is because there's a new re recalc of reputation and everybody uh, who had earned a lot of points on a really popular old question um, you know was dismayed to learn that they had lost a lot of points on the popular new question so those are uh, s separate things to talk about and yeah yeah you know we we, we kind of had a perfect storm here because the uh there was this house cleaning going on yeah. <laughs> prior to all this recalculation stuff you know one of the one of the moderators on stack overflow got the idea that you know we we should go through some of these questions that have been closed for ages and are just hanging around and they're they're you know, really popular in terms of votes and views, but they're completely inappropriate given our current standards for the site, and nobody's reopening them, nobody's trying to clean them up. We should see if there's a reason to keep them around or not. And so he posted right. on Meta and gave this list, and people went apeshit. Uh, and so... Apeshit in a... Uh, we were, I, is that in a negative way? I'm sorry. That's, they, they Some were, people like apeshit. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's, uh, let's stay far away. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what was the uh, what was the post on Meta? Uh, that was the 2012 deletion uh, audit, right? Yeah. So there's actually a list of deletion audits. So there's a list of questions there that uh, the great question deletion audit of 2012. List of freely available programming tools. What is the single most influential book every programmer should read? Hidden features of C sharp. Oh God, I hope they didn't close that one. Uh, uh, it's still closed. Not yet. That, see, again, these have been closed for a while here, uh, at least in a lot of these cases. This one, actually, not so long. Okay. Um, but they, you know, it was it kind of just a, a community review. Jeff has done this uh, once before, I think two years ago. But I'm reopening that one. Wait, wait, I'm not going to do that. That's going to cause trauma. trauma. Okay. <laughs> I, I just some of these questions are, are, are like, uh, amazingly useful. Yeah, well, that's why people kind of went apeshit about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so we're, you know, this discussion's ongoing. This is already underway, you know. People arguing for and against the deletion of these. And then this rep thing comes down, and all of a sudden, 
we're we're uh, uh, making people very very painfully aware of stuff that's already been deleted that they Questions wrote they wrote or participated on yeah and didn't really realize we're gone until um, you know if you check your rep history now that uh, that logo question probably stands out like a gigantic sore thumb so uh, it oh, we, really? we Made the rep okay, history. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry, I want to do this. I'm playing along. I'm sorry that I'm uh, a little <laughs> bit slow. Stack overflow. That claw, that, so I can actually see the logo question again in my reputation. Yes, you've uh, never been able to do this before. Every other recalc we've done, you know, you'd lose questions for deleted. Que- you'd lose rep for deleted questions. Where would I uh, go to the graph? Go to the graph. Do, 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 do. Okay. Oh, of reputation. Here we are. See um, it. In the bottom right-hand corner, the big minus. No. There's anything that's below well, the... Well, this has been deleted for a long time. Uh, let me get to your page here. Reputation. It was deleted around September of yeah. 2011. The lower graph there, is, uh, where it says September 11th, drag, oh, yeah, yeah. select that, and you'll see this great big red bar that just stabs down. Uh, I got a minus 615. <laughs> yeah, it's minus six hundred twenty-three now. I, I, is there a way that people can pile on so I can lose even more reputation of this question no, after it's, it's been deleted? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Stop. Stop suggesting ways we could make this worse. <laughs> what else did I? What was that? There's an early question in September that got deleted. I lost a ton of reputation. How do I move? Wait, that's the turtle again. Uh, please, sir, send me the codes. Oh, this was a meta question. Because uh, we used uh, to just have the meta on site. I mean, this is September 08, so nobody expects anything from September 08 to still be around. But this was, uh, 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 okay, harsh. Got it. Yeah. So this is this is a bad way to introduce people to, you know, a, a new feature. This is this is this was actually a, a this rep. Well, Jared, you should talk about this. But this is actually a really cool enhancement they made, and unfortunately, this is just a really, really lousy way to kind of. Uh, introduce people to it because instead of seeing, hey, my, my reputation is always up to date in real time now, they see, wow, all of these questions, all of these answers I wrote are deleted. I never knew this, but now I can see. Yeah. A thousand uh, lives stabbing down into the, yeah. It's, it's, uh, you know, so kind of a, kind of a bad experience. And people, you know, we've been dodging this bullet for years. It's they, just been sort of hidden. Yeah. There's been no way to search the deleted questions. There's been no way to, you know, see them in your profile. So you kind of knew some things were disappearing as the standards on the site changed, like your meta thing, right? I mean, right. You probably would have realized that was gone if you'd ever thought about it. But why would you ever think about it? That's old news. Yeah, it's, it is, that, that is old news. But the, the one about moving a turtle in logo is uh, definitely not uh, old news. That was... Well, I, some of these so, things. And so you see that, yeah. and you, you reveal in your profile, and you see that, and you think, man, I thought this was still out there, providing valuable resources to all the logo programmers right. in the world, and now it's gone. And, and you, you jump actually, on that post an angry screed about it. And you can still see it, but it just shows up as, like, if you're the poster, do you see it? You see the text of it? Or do you just see, like, a 404 page if you try You'll to You'll see it. If you go to it and you have 10,000 rep, yeah. it's linked. So there's a chance that you could actually right. um, see your old um, uh, abused and destroyed question. Yes. Uh, wait, I click on that. Click on that. Here you are. What do I see? Well, I'm, I don't count. Yeah, you just see that it's closed. I, oh, my God, this thing is... And it's also, like, abusive. It's, like, locked by Tim Post. Closed <laughs> is not a real question. And deleted by Jeff Atwood. Luckily, I have undelete. <laughs> 
deleted by Joel Spolsky. Um, the, the, actually, the first answer to this is, uh, um, oh, well, that was really deleted, um, and that was fair. That was... Okay, anyway, I don't want to go into this too much. Um, so there, there's a few things going on. One is we don't really think there's anything wrong with the fact that we now do reputation calculation faster. It's just that actually showing people that things were uh, deleted is revealing to them uh, uh, something that's going on. And I think we probably agree that just hiding stuff from people is not necessarily the right course of action. We never believe in hell banning or no, tricking it, people into thinking their questions were still open. Grief, though. Because, <laughs> but it saved us I mean, for the same reason. I mean, that was the hell banning idea, right? Was was that you yeah. would never know that your question was deleted? Oh yeah, no, it's it's, it's that's <laughs> the thing. I mean, it's such an appealing idea. This was going to happen sooner or later. Yeah. Um, it's kind of unfortunate it happened right now because, as I said, we were already kind of in the middle of a yet another question on deletionism versus inclusionism on Meta, and so this just really kind of poured gasoline on the flames there. Right. Um, but. Uh, you know, realistically, we've got some uh, some of the top users on the site who were, frankly, not aware that so much stuff was getting deleted Retweeted. over the years. Yeah. And some of this, by uh, by the way, I mean, some of this, it, it has no current value. This was These were fun questions that were asked three years ago, and there's really no reason why they should have been kept around this long. You know, we were goofing around on Stack Overflow in the early days, and... Uh, produced a lot of stuff that really wasn't well, worth keeping. I, I think At there the is, same time, yeah. some of these really are worthy of discussion. Yeah. Some of these yeah, yeah, posts, yeah. you know, they're maybe not they quite exactly perfect questions and answers, or maybe a little bit subjective. Or I want to call you know, out. Yeah, I want to call out. Like there are several categories of things that I think that the current lynch mob uh, believes should be closed that I think um, should should stay open. Right? Like there's a few categories of things, and it's usually. Uh, cases of a overly literal interpretation of a particular rule. Um, so, uh, for example, um, one, one example I want to call out is a lot of times you see things that are closed to deleted questions because two different questions have the same answer. Mm. And I think Jeff even made that same mistake in his last blog post talking about uh, gaming identity questions. Um, you know, whether or not you like gaming identity questions, I don't want to drag that into it. But if three people ask a question using entirely different words, and they all have the same answer, which is, you know, the game, blah, blah. Um, those are three different questions, but the same answer. And they should all stay open. Uh, you know, maybe they can be. Uh, that's, I mean, that's a tough one because you you can ask the exact same question. Yeah. I mean, you you can ask it with completely different words. You can yeah. you can take any but question the on the site. I want to have. I want to have. Let's take the example. The, the example of that game, which again, it's, being a game identity question, this is gonna. Some people are gonna confuse and think I'm talking about whether or not you should have game identity questions on the site. Different issue. Different <laughs> issue. But if one person says, "What is the game with floating islands?" and somebody else says, "What is the game with flying cities?" and they're both referring to I don't remember the name of what the game was. I'll never, I'll never find it. But um, actually, here, I'll find okay, it. Okay, so that's a good example because you could potentially be talking about two different games. You could potentially, and not you only know, that, but but those are both things that somebody might type into, uh, wait, wait, here you go, Flying Islands. Yeah, okay, so the, uh, it's, a, it's on the gaming site, and the game is Netstorm Islands at War. Okay. Yeah. The point is that we want those three questions to stay alive and to stay in there because those are things that people will use on Google because somebody is going to be having this problem. They're going to be searching for flying islands and somebody's going to be searching for floating cities or vice versa. And well, we want to give them both an answer. We don't just want to answer sure. one of them. But this is this is why even if it does get closed as a duplicate, we yeah. 
discourage people from deleting duplicate questions. Duplicate closed. When they're closed, they can sit closed. There's a link. Yeah. Uh, but you don't you don't have to delete it. Okay. Fair so enough. if you come along from uh, you know Google and you find your floating cities question and it's closed, it's got no answers on it, but right there at the top, there's a great big link to this another question. This is a duplicate of that other question. That's yeah. You click on that, bam, there's your answer okay. right there. Fair enough. So as long as you don't delete it, then that's okay. As long as, as, long as we don't delete it, we're fine there. That's yeah. that's deleting duplicates is extremely problematic because you lose your goalposts or signposts there. Right. So another example I want to give is sometimes somebody asks a question. I think in the case of the logo, the the, the, the logo one. I'm trying to remember the objections to that question. Um, But the main one was that I was not actually having that problem, that I was just typing gibberish into the site because I was trying to make a point during a podcast. Uh, And that's fair. um, But that question then got some good answers and some bad answers. The good answers were dumb jokes. Uh, The bad answers, uh, sorry, the bad answers were dumb jokes. So there was a bad answer, which later got deleted, which was like, first you have to write a test before you can. And it's like, hey, we're having a joke. So, yes, that stuff needs to go. That definitely, delete that answer, definitely. Um, but there was a, the, the top rank answer was actually kind of a summary of how to move the turtle and logo, uh, which was a useful thing and probably one of the best things to find if you actually were searching for how to move a turtle and logo on Google for some reason. Oh, sure. So, uh, we had actually created an artifact that was useful for the internet, and and the, the, the argument for closing it was, well, Joel was not actually having that problem, and that's bizarre, right? Like, that's just like, who cares about Joel? You know, why does that matter? What matters is, is this, is this, is there anything wrong with this artifact? Is it making the internet better or worse? The intent of the asker. Uh, well, this, this segues us into the whole question of, you know, uh, why do we have these rules in the first place? Because asking a serious question, asking about a problem you actually face, I mean, that's one of the first pieces of guidance we give people on the site. Sure. But you can totally produce something of value by asking, you know, stuff Garbage. you don't actually need yes. to know or stuff you aren't actually concerned about. The, the problem is with doing that is if you... Um, Are those dogs? I apologize. <laughs> Let me get back inside the house That's here. okay. That's okay. That's okay. We got, we got more background noise from the office than you have from the, uh, from the herd of wild dogs that you've been keeping caged up in your basement. <laughs> let's, let's not talk about that. There's... Uh, <clears throat> The, uh, what was I saying? Oh, so, so yeah, if you ask this totally bullshit joke question and yeah. it happens to get good answers. Right. Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you came in and you did exactly what we told you not to do, but you know, it worked. Something, so, yeah, uh, yeah. you win, you won the lottery. Great. Yeah. Good for you. That's uh, I mean, one of the important things is that a lot of the closed reasons have more to do with the answers than the question. And sometimes something just gets really, really valuable answers. Like I think. You know, there was a history of, uh, I, I should check the status of uh, the, the center, uh, center cannot hold, since uh, every, the people threaten to delete that every once in a while. <laughs> it's locked right now, actually. Actually, yeah, the, the answer itself is locked. Um, so that question is, uh, yeah, of course, our search engine can't find it. we got to spell center the British way. No, <laughs> it's not T.S. Eliot. The center cannot hold. Lordy, lordy, lordy. I have to find my old tweet about it. Come on, Twitter. You can do it. There it is. Question 1732454. Protected. It's not even voted close. Uh, so, So this one is like the question is another... Yet another question. It's not a particularly good question. The answer doesn't even answer the question. Um, 
but what the answer does do is it, first of all, it's amusing, but even more than that is it tells you something about the question, which is, you know, it basically says, stop asking this form of question altogether. You are doing the wrong thing if you're asking this form of question. And we get a lot of these. Um, so there's sort of something, you know, kind of extra valuable going on there. Even though, once again, the, the question itself is is uh, is not uh, uh, that worthy. So a lot of times it's the activity and the answers that we should be protecting, not the activity and the questions. Um, and and a lot of times I, th I feel like questions that should be clo that are legitimate, closed candidates for some particular reason have nevertheless generated very good answers. Uh, you know, and one classic example of that form is the um, you know favorite feature of C sharp that. Uh, I've never heard of before. Um, that is hidden, oh, hidden features of C sharp, and that is 9033. Um, so, not constructive, I guess, because it's just going to solicit extended discussion well, the or problem polling. With all those hidden features questions is they tend to evolve. They start out great. People post all these, yeah. you know, esoteric features. And then over time, they evolve into here is a list of every feature in C sharp. Please, Please vote, vote on like That's true. So they lose, they lose value after about the top 10. <laughs> I mean, so just like, let's, you, you know, you freeze it or something, but like the number one, like system.io.path.combine, like that, this is, this is the kind of list that somebody would sit down and they'd read the top 10 or the top 20, and then they'd say, after about number 20, they'd say, all right, this is stupid, I don't need to need the, rex, the next 240 answers. Um, system, System.io.path.combine isn't actually a feature of C-sharp. <laughs> okay. <laughs> true. <laughs> Technically true. Um, but again, <laughs> you're being literal here. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of well, value to this thing the problem. existing this is on the internet. This is argued about forever. I mean, uh, if you look at the history on this thing, um, the controversy surrounding it has stretched on for years. And there are a score of meta posts about it. And, you know, people asking, should we protect these? Should we delete them? Right. What should be going on? And it keeps coming up over and over and over again. So right. no matter what you think of it, there's never an yeah. end to this discussion. It's like the friggin' Supreme Court with the, uh, what's it called, abortion. Not really like that. Never going to be a resolution that makes anything happen. Yes, they're going to keep bringing it up long after we've resolved it. Um, and, well, I, I guess what we what we don't have is a sort of a form of escalation uh, for for questions that are of high value for some reason. Where well, you know, at some point, it's like not every do, moderator. We do have a system. It's just. Most people don't know about it, <laughs> and that's the problem with any social solution: is you need to educate people about. No, no. What do you do if you have moderate? You know, how often do you add moderators that just start going back and forth on a particular question? I mean, m most moderators tend to just give other moderators, you know, full faith and credit. Yeah, and it happened. It happened on the tip on that very question. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, okay. So where are we at? So. So. Um, I think there's a lot of bad questions that got deleted, certainly, um, but but there's also like a little bit of overreaction. Like, like you know, one of the things that I said going back to the earliest podcast is that um, I, I, I was really worried about like what happens when you have a fun question. The programmer cartoon is a great example, or programming on a boat, uh, or uh, the center cannot hold. One of these questions that gets you know a mil literally a million views, two hundred thousand views to a million views, um, people. Uh, seem to really like it. It seems to be making the internet better. Well, there's a lot of stuff that's good about that question. One is it's bringing people into Stack Overflow that may be able to help us. And 
and that's kind of important. And and it's um, again, it's linked to from a bunch of places. So on the on the argument of don't break the internet, it's like just making these pages be page not found is um, you know kind of a form of violence. Being I'm exaggerating uh, for effect, but uh, uh, the, the questions have a lot of hmm value that I don't want to lose, even if they're not particularly appropriate. So I started thinking about this in terms of, uh, even if they broke a rule, let's put it that way. Um, and, uh, and I thought about this in terms of Wikipedia. And now Wikipedia has constantly said, screw it. If we don't want this stuff in Wikipedia, it's gone. Like we will just decide and we will go back and delete. And Wikipedia has gone through many deep, deep purges of tons and tons of content. Um, that way they you know they, they they might have decided that they don't need an entry for every possible color of fruit loop uh, you know or they don't need a separate page for every flavor of frito lays that's available only in certain countries or they can put those all on one page or whatever whatever it is that they decided it in wikipedia land they would get very very strict about it delete a lot of stuff piss off a million people and they didn't really care um, now on the one hand wikipedia, wikipedia also has a formal system of government for deciding these things yeah um, and I they're mean, very strict they, they and they're just, very literal. It's not one person just making this decision in a vacuum and saying, uh, you know, we're, we're not going to enumerate Frito-Lay varieties anymore. Yeah. And now they're going. This True. is up for discussion. And yeah, yeah, yeah. people vote on it. There's, and it gets done. Right, right, right. Um, now, I think that what happens, I, I can't really explain this, but Wikipedia has seen a, a dramatic uh, drop in the number of people that contribute on a, on a regular basis. You know, from, uh, i got to find that page again, but I think it was about 55,000 uh, regular contributors to English Wikipedia, uh, and it's dropped to about 35,000, and it's basically in free fall right now. Um, so even though Wikipedia has been very successful, um, there's a risk that through their, you know, their literal-minded, um, you know, antagonism towards things which they consider to be damaging to the encyclopedia, uh, they may be pushing people away that might have something to contribute. Well, or, this goes back to my comment earlier about the lottery. This was uh, Joe Cohorn's argument going way back it, it, when people were asking, you know, why do some of these survive and some don't? And he said pretty much, you know, this is a lottery. You, yeah. uh, you post stuff... Most of the time, this crap doesn't work. It's not productive. It doesn't produce good answers, and it's got to go. Right. Every so often, somebody hits the right notes. Yeah. It, it strikes a chord with, with everybody, and, and it produces great content. You won the lottery. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. You probably shouldn't play. You probably should right. not play the lottery. It's but not it's okay. sound investment yeah. advice. But if you do, great. Good for you. Another, I mean, another way of... of uh so this is this is for the the question asker. This is sort of saying, hey, should the question? A lot of the times, these questions. The, the, right now, if somebody wrote a question saying, "What is your favorite Pascal feature or whatever it was, trying to win the lottery or whatever," they would get closed in one second. So there's no new questions that this really affects. Um, the the. It, it, Interesting thing is where sometimes you see, I remember about a year ago, there was an answer by Eric Lippert, which was a sort of amazing explanation of something about pointer arithmetic. Do you remember that, Jared? Um, it was, oh, the it was, hotel room. Yeah, the hotel thing. room analogy with the, that Eric Lippert wrote. And actually, if you looked at that question, people then got pissed off because the question was like an almost exact dupe of some other question. And it was probably from a homework assignment or something. And it was... Um, uh, they're like, you shouldn't have even answered this question. It was, you know... Um, brain damaged but uh you know it was a case where like a, a an amazing answer had clearly redeemed uh, a question that was actually a dupe and then um so i think we closed that question as dupe and then the person that had answered on the original the other dupe was angry that 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 his 
post was now appearing below Eric Lippert's or something. I don't oh, remember we the whole. The two. Yeah, we merged the two, so the two yeah. sets of answers got combined under one question. Yeah, and, and they Lippert's didn't quite make sense because we had changed. Like it was like literally the same block of code, but it used different constant numerical constants <laughs> for a yeah. couple of example numbers. And, uh, you know, except for that, it was identical or maybe slightly different variable names. And therefore, the answer didn't make sense. And the person was angry that his answer no longer made sense in the context of the question that it got merged in with. And uh, it was just a kind of a lot of random noise uh, that, that occurred around the fact that what was really important was to protect a good answer, essentially, and, and to tolerate uh, a really bad question. I mean, it's almost like you're sitting there in an in a auditorium and you've just listened to an awesome speaker. And somebody in the, in the third row gets up and says... And the speaker says, yes, that's right, and then says something brilliant. And you're like, you don't even care what the guy in the third row was saying. You couldn't hear it. It was probably retarded. Um, But it got you another five minutes of awesome content from the speaker. So there I looked at the question. As you can see, it's closed as a duplicate. Yes, Um, that was uh, 6441218. 2,000 votes on that answer yeah and are they going to now delete this because it's been closed for years i hope not because it's just dupe but 2080 i mean this is this this is a classic of the internet this would be a disaster if this were in any way lost to the internet exactly this is this is winning the lottery you know this person and so this person didn't even set out to play the lottery this person was just asking a question he was working on the same homework problem that the other guy was working on sure it's a common problem yeah and so you know he asked his question and eric finds it and answers it in this amazing metaphorical right. fashion, and it blows up. Yeah. That guy won the lottery. Eric won the lottery. <laughs> right. But neither of them, you know, tried to play. So it's now the question is, is this ever, har- is it harmful? Like, th- there have been some arguments that keeping these things around, uh, that these lottery winners, keeping them around is, is, is harmful. So some people would say keeping these around is harmful because people see them and think that that's what you're supposed to do on the right. network. Well, and, so here's the trick. You, yeah. you, wanna, you don't want to push gambling too much. It's not sound investment advice. Sure. No, no, we're not pushing <laughs> gambling. I, we're, we're, you, we're, don't wanna, you don't want to tell people, hey, man, and, and, you know, of course, in real life we do this. We've got state lotteries that uh, trump the winners to uh, all and sundry and say, hey, you know, this is, this is uh, your chance at making the big time. You can win. $10 million overnight, just spend your two bucks at the local gas station. And, uh, it's, not, it's not a great idea. There's a, there was a, a, I don't know if you ever listened to Freakonomics Radio, but uh, they, did a, they did a story the other week uh, about uh, these savings accounts where you get like 0.1% of, of your investment right. uh, put into a pool. And, oh. and they use it to you buy. You can win. Every every month they they have a drawing and you can win like fifty bucks or five hundred right. bucks or you know maybe once a year the grand prize winner gets a thousand bucks and it's a great way of getting people to just put money in savings accounts right. because everybody loves playing the lottery they like gambling better but now you're encouraging them to do the right thing instead of blowing it on lottery tickets they're putting their money in the bank they're right. they're putting it in a savings account and they tried this in South Africa they got shut down because it was too popular it was competing with the uh, the, lottery. the very important lottery, which sucks 60% or something of all the money put into it out. Exactly. Nobody was, nobody was benefiting. The, uh, the, the savings account were actually convincing people who didn't have much money to put it away so they'd have money for a rainy day. Because, you know, 
Not because, not because uh, of sound, you know, logical reasoning that, hey, you should save a little bit of money just in case something happens, but because you got this chance at winning big. And right. so people would do the right thing for, you know, maybe the wrong reason, but for natural kind of intrinsic reasons. And that's what we kind of want. That's, that's the kind of foundation of Stack Exchange is that we're convincing people with this whole gamification thing. We're convincing people to make the Internet better, to produce good answers based on this, this you know, hope that <laughs> they're going to get some meaningless rep points out of it. Some people might, uh, yeah. Uh, a few. Well, some, you know, you could sit there and grind away every day. All right, Again, so I, but let's go back thing. to my question now, Josh. <laughs> If if what is the bad thing about keeping one of these lottery winners around? You, so according to that, that's a good thing. Just keep a couple of lottery winners around, and people are like, "Hey, this is an amazing site. Some people win the lottery." As long as it doesn't, as long as it encourages them to put their money in the bank and not. So th this Eric Lippert answer, this is okay. perfect. This is a real question, right? This is something. This is a real problem somebody yeah. faced. This is not just, really the, the worst question. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. He just went on there and he found a real question. He provided a real answer that answered the problem, right. and it just it happened to be a great answer, and it blew up. They both won the lottery. So this is this is a perfect example of you know the the no lose lottery mm. on Stack Overflow. The the uh, a contrasting example to this is something like Programmer Cartoon, where okay, so this blows up, uh, but this is not behavior that benefits anybody. You know the the winners well, wait. get uh, meaningless rep, and the losers. So let's take programmer, programmer cartoons. That, I mean, programmer cartoons is sort of a famous one. Programmer cartoons. Uh, if if uh, so, I was definitely like the, the case of the the your funniest programmer cartoon that brought a lot of people into the site. I mean, that thing had a couple million page views probably. Sure. That, it, it benefits us. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't benefit the people reading, and it doesn't. Why they laugh? Benefits they everybody. Laugh. Now, but, but the you question can is, search for programmer cartoon on Google and get programmer the, cartoons. Now, the only risk of programmer cartoon, no, but they wouldn't be funny because we have voting. <laughs> so we got the funniest ones at the top. The funniest nobody else has voting. So, so search for programmer joke. Okay. Well, <laughs> uh, let, me, let me link to this because it's deleted. But uh, I don't want to get too, um, uh, uh, okay, so <laughs> too deep on this. Okay, the point I'm trying to make... We want to encourage people to play the lottery, but we want to encourage them to, to play the no-lose lottery. We want to encourage them to answer questions that are real questions. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Now, the question is, let's right. say the programmer cartoons well, question, let's say the programmer cartoons question had stayed open. Would that cause people to, like, like how, that, how, 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 how does that hurt the site? Now, you know, one of the arguments is, oh, your site's going to fill up with that stuff and it's going to be Reddit. All right, that's true, but we close every single one of those questions. So mostly they don't get to stay open. We already have one, and all the future programmer jokes are just dupes that go away. So, so we do close. We take away, if we make sure nobody ever wins the lottery again, does that, and we keep displaying, you know, the picture of the lottery winners right. at the gas station. Yes. That's not good for people. That's that's not healthy for... Well, all uh, right. So that is the question I asked myself this morning, which is that, like, is it okay to keep these weird exceptions around? Like, what happens if... Um, so I thought of, actually, I, th I thought of uh, uh, several examples I want to I give you of, of, of places where... Like, I can't think of any examples on Wikipedia, um, but there's sort of a famous example in the Internet RFCs, which are requests for comments that used to be the form in which Internet um, technical specifications were written like a specification explaining the protocol for email was written as an RFC. Um, and there's kind of a, a famous RFC, we'll link it in the show notes, um, uh, called Transmission of um, 
TCP IP packets over Avian, by which they mean pigeon, <laughs> carrier pigeon. The pigeon protocol. Yeah, and it basically said, well, here's the problems that you would have. It wasn't very long, and it probably came out on April 1st, if I'm not mistaken. But it is a genuine RFC. It has a real RFC number, and it was accepted and all that kind of stuff, and everybody laughed about it. And it, and it, and it was famous. And does it make – now, the question is, did this ruin the Internet? <laughs> Or does the presence of this one RFC that wasn't serious cause RFCs in general to become Reddit? Okay. So well, um, how do you find it? Like, how would you find? Uh, how would you find like that? If you went to the uh, ietf.org. RFC Avian. Well, no, uh, I mean not not yeah. just that, but yeah. Do they have like a list it's of the top rated the top rated RFCs on their on their site somewhere? There is a complete. There will be a list of RFCs. That's pretty easy to find. Um, and, and that's the way they used to distribute it. And it was distributed in the, in, the, in the olden days. It was just email. So this is from 1990, right? So it's, if, if you look at this thing, it's in TROF format. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a typesetting format for uh, uh, line printers that, that ran on PDP-8s, uh, which, which many of the RFCs are in. I mean, it, you know, it, 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 it's before, geez, it's before fonts. It's before fonts. It's obviously before pagination because it's, it's already paginated. Uh, to fit on line printer paper, um, like old RFCs. Uh, it's April 1st, 1990. The IP datagram is printed on a small scroll of paper in hexadecimal with each oct- octet separated by white stuff and black stuff. So um, uh, uh, it's hilarious. Okay. Now, now, the question is, does this clutter RFCs? Yeah, you know, sure. It was a joke. Everybody figured out that it was a joke in about 10 minutes and had a big laugh. Next question, were a bunch of in, uh, engineering nerds um, angry that such a thing came out and got an actual RFC number and occupied the number 1149, which could never be used for a real protocol ever again. Yes, I guarantee you that this thing set uh, set off a huge flame war, the likes of which have never been seen. I, I'm guessing. I'm guessing. Uh, but, you know, but it stayed around. Nobody deleted it or caused it to be removed from the Internet. So that's the first example I thought of where um, breaking the rules on April 1st. Basically, the example is not this RFC, but it's April 1st, which is something that says, you know, on April 1st, you can do something funny. You can break the rules. Uh, And and you don't then have to destroy that thing. And it doesn't destroy your community that sometimes you allow something that breaks the rules into the system, into the core system. You know, its content gets to live with all the other content forever in the same format. Um, that's concept number one. An older, an even older concept than that, which you can see right now on Judaism.stackexchange, is the concept of uh, uh, Purim Torah, which is uh, topical uh, to uh, the Jewish festival of Purim, which is pretty much right now. Um, and uh, they've got a tag for that, which is Purim Torah in jest. They've got 13 questions tagged that way. And uh, um, <laughs> they have a whole... Uh, uh, p- policy on Purim Torah. So let me tell you what that is. Torah is uh, is the Bible. Is the is the is the you know the, the book of laws that God gave us. Uh, and Purim okay. is a is a festival where you get drunk and do silly things and dress up in funny costumes and all that kind of stuff. Um, so it's the festival on which no rules apply. You're required. You're actually required to get drunk. It is actually the law that you must get drunk on Purim. And uh, so Purim Torah is uh, the a tradition that is a very very old tradition. I don't know how old it goes, where. Um, uh, you, you make something up that's a, a fake discussion of Jewish law, um, but is funny. And you discuss it as if you were serious, as if this were an actual important issue that you were actually facing. Um, so uh, 
uh, none of this stuff is going to make sense to anybody that doesn't know like regular Torah, but this is literally the same thing as that, uh, as that RFC of uh, IP datagrams over, uh, over a carrier. And uh, the Judaism Stack Exchange is basically kind of allowing it around the period of, of Purim, the festival of Purim, and, and they're certainly not going to purge these things from the site. They have a nice uh, policy, and you know the only rule is that it has to be funny. Um, but, I, I, uh, you know, this is an example of, um, you know, 2,000 years of Jew- Jewish scholarship has not been destroyed by the fact that once in a while they allow you to use the forms of Jewish scholarship and the books of Jewish scholarship and all that kind of stuff to just tell a joke, uh, you know, and to do something that's completely not serious. Uh, this was a famous one. Uh, uh, this one got a lot of uh, pages, actually, rejecting others' friend requests on Facebook. Um, and it actually uh, does something ra- ra- rather humorous where it, it, it twists, uh, uh, it changes one, one uh, letter uh, in a biblical verse uh, to, to, change, to, to, to make something appear to be a, a biblical verse about Facebook. Um, which obviously couldn't because the Bible was written before Facebook. So that's the funny thing. Get it? Ha ha. You want to explain a joke. It's not funny. Uh, that is, uh, that's on Judaism Stack Exchange, question 14, 756. So um, those are, uh, uh, that was the second example I found of like, you know, it's okay um, to sometimes break the rules uh, and, but, and keep that around. But does the rest of the time, does the community adhere to the rules? Yeah. Uh, like, so I, mean, I just posted a great example of an April Fool's joke on Stack Overflow. Uh, five five oh eight one one oh. Hey, did we keep that? Oh, that was awesome. Oh, I, it's, I, it's I had to undelete and lock that just the other day because hey, we're coming up on April again. Yeah. Yeah, it's about time to delete it. <laughs> that was uh, <laughs> wait. That wasn't even as good as there was another one that was a real question. It was the um, uh, why doesn't this work? And it was yeah, uh, uh, it, it was combining two operators it was like the down two operator. Do you remember that? It was a loop. It was a C loop that was using the down two operator. It was. Uh, <laughs> Oh, dash dash greater than. It was something with a dash dash greater than. We probably own that by now in Google. Uh, nothing. It's uncertain. Search for symbols. Oh, the, what operator is this? Yeah, what operator is this? And 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 uh, oh man, whatever. It was that was that got a lot of pages uh, down to operator. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna find that one. This is an unsearchable title. Well, I think if you go to questions and then sort by top voted. It's, what, uh, it's there. Yeah. Uh, what operator is this? There are kind of there are kind of a lot of these. It was. Um, yeah. What is the name of this operator? It's. Um, here, I'll link it. Ah. Okay. Yeah. That's one six four two zero two eight. What is the name of this operator? Dash dash greater than. And then it does something in C uh, that you are just simply not allowed to do. And everybody looks at that and says, "What the hell? That." No possible way that can work, and it works because it's actually a minus minus and then a greater than, <laughs> and it just looks like it's being an arrow. Um, and and see, uh, that's that's not even a joke. That's that's just <laughs> clever. <laughs> <Yes. Yeah. laughs> that's just that's like uh, wow. Yeah, those two operator. Um, it's uh, you could see this being closed. I I I, I see it open, but this is um, um, you know, this is a an example of uh, something. Uh, funny. No, this is this is perfect. I mean, this is again, this is winning the lottery. You know, this right. this could be considered kind of a kind right. of a stupid question, but it's just it's it's hits that point where you get everybody's going to look at this right. and and say what? 
And and one thing uh, one thing we we said, you know, going all the way back, I, I said this on a, the podcast a lot of times, which is that it's okay for this to happen occasionally, and and that every society has days when the rules uh, are, are not obeyed. It, it has to have, like, I don't know if it's a safety valve or whatever, but the one thing that is constant across all cultures in the entire world is that they all have a holiday in which rules. Uh, are, are lessened, in which certain rules are, are, are reduced. Um, certain, you know, you're required to, uh, although it is actually forbidden uh, under Orthodox Jewish law for a man to dress as a woman or vice versa. Don't know why, but it's forbidden. And uh, on Purim, it's, 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 it's done frequently. So there are always, and every holiday, has that, whether it's the Americans with Halloween or April Fool's Day, uh, every Thursday. Uh, every, Thursday. <laughs> Thursday, generally. <laughs> We got naked Friday in the Stack Overflow office, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, 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 I always felt that we're building a culture here, and that every culture has this escape hatch of there is a rule, there's a day, or there, there, there are certain circumstances, um, and the anthropologists call them rights of intensification, where uh, the normal rules don't apply, and you're a little allowed to, um, you know, re- reduce one or two of them um, slightly, and and I think that that's okay if. Uh, I, I know that's sort of hard for the the most literal minded of programmers to accept, but that it's okay if there are. 30 awesome questions on the entire network. Well, I think I compared this to salt at one point. You know, you need a little bit. It makes things better. Mm. If you sit down with a great big bowl of salt and dive in, you're going to get sick. You (laughs) don't want the... Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We don't want to be the big bowl of salt. We want to be the the fairly dry uh, professional site, but we want that little bit of salt on there just to give it, you know, a little bit of flavor. All right. So, um, okay, so where have we gotten? I think we're in general agreement that, that the absolute best of the questions that might otherwise be closed probably shouldn't be closed. Sure. But now, okay. Stack Overflow isn't linear. There's, <laughs> there's no concept of, you know, this question appears for today and not for right. every other Every so day you can get solved. You have a problem with as Stack Overflow grows, as it gets older, more and more of these, you know, your, 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 your data goof off questions show up just uh, on the site all the time Wait, so right people there are asking them for top questions well where, are, are these old old things being regurgitated or are they uh... well there's that I mean there's the, that's the problem with uh, that's the number one problem is what, once you get these there everybody and their brother thinks they've got to chime in even if they've got nothing to say right. uh, and so you know the programmer cartoon thing even if even if you think that had value um, you don't need every joke that ever mentions programmers, every cartoon that ever happens to be tangentially related to programmers showing up there uh, on it because somebody had to find it and post it. And so every day of the week, every it comes back up to the homepage. Year, it's coming up to the top of the page. Yeah. So that one, I because, mean, that could be locked, right? Yes. Well, we have this locking feature that, that shuts down posting new answers, shuts down modification, uh, just keeps it kind of frozen, frozen in time. It's fairly frozen in, in there. It, it, it was a little bit problematic because locking has sort of changed over time. It doesn't mean exactly what it sounds like on the box, but that's, that's a pretty close uh, equivalent to you know turning a, a read-only living or a read-write living document, which you know we we try for this Wikipedia like anybody can come in and edit, anybody can vote and improve thing. It, it, locking shuts it down. Says okay, this is static. This is done. This is finished. Mm-hmm. And you know, so one of the things Jared here has been uh, working on is is uh, improving that to kind of plug some of the holes. Because really, once you've got a question like this, that's perfect. 
you know, a perfect example of, of you know, winning the lottery and being a great goof off day uh, question. Right. You don't want anybody doing anything to it. I mean, it's, right. it's all right, April Fool's is over. We're yeah. moving on. We're locking it. There are, I mean, there are examples of that that are completely legit questions. Like, I still find on, on questions that I've written answers to a long time ago that, you know, it's, there's always somebody that wants to come in and add a comment, adding their two cents that have already been added 50 times. I mean, like, I'm already up to $1.48 on everybody's ah. friggin' two cents of the same thing. Uh, and that question keeps coming up in my universal inbox saying, hey, you got another two cents here. <laughs> There's, you know, there's another feature on the site, which we added uh, a while back, kind of in response to these, uh, this tendency of new users to find the site, find these really popular questions, yeah. and immediately think, oh, I need to write something here, too. Yeah. Yeah. And not read any of the existing answers. I mean, these could be straight-up programming questions. These can be, you know, how do I round a number in, in right. C uh, or C++? And, and, you know, there's, there's like four algorithms for this, and they've all been posted. But you're not reading any of them. You just you, you think, oh, I know this. I've got a code snippet around for this. I'm, I'm going to paste it into this answer box down at the bottom after having scrolled past all the existing answers and, and hit post. And so you know, pretty soon you've got ten duplicates of, right, of, right, of right, your right. answer. Okay, so I don't want to get too um, – sure. I don't want to get and, too uh, – uh, yeah, go on. Finish. <laughs> We're, we're, we're talking a lot about like a certain class of questions that I'm not that concerned about because I think there's a larger class of questions that we want to move on to, which is things that are no longer on topic but nevertheless have awesome answers. Maybe like there were there must have been a, there were an awful lot of career questions that got in there in the early days that I guess they're only just getting. You know, I'm sorry you brought that up. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, okay. So so we have several several things to discuss today. One is. Uh, uh, are we all on the same page that there exists a class of question that's awesome enough that it just can't go? Um, second, uh, you know, uh, uh, the second question is um, I, I, l l l um, the reputation, basically, is like a lot of times somebody wrote a really good answer that was awesome while it was there, and they sort of don't know that you've deleted it, and now, you, now they suddenly realize that you've deleted it, they've lost the reputation, but even more... Uh, more, it sort of angers them that they wrote this amazing thing and left this beautiful internet on, artifact on the internet for everybody. Uh, that who knows, they've probably been pointing people to it and it's in their dot sig so that it goes out in every one of their emails. And uh, uh, lo and behold, they discover that it's been closed by some vandalist person who has some bizarre set of rules that you didn't know about, didn't exist at the time, maybe. So that's the next question, which is sort of the, uh, um, you know, the, 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 the fact is there's just a limited amount of violence that you can do on people's, vo people's very old posts before they start to get angry and yeah. storm off. Well, this ties back into what you mentioned with Wikipedia and just kind of discouraging people after a while because, right. you know, maybe the, 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 the Cornflakes article may have not had any value, but uh, if that if you put your heart and soul into that and it got shut down – you're not going to come back and write about something you know about that does have lasting value. Right. Right. And yeah. Um, so and we, I think we want to kind of avoid discouraging people too much, even if, even if we've got a reason to not keep their stuff around. Yeah. It, it, it at some point it isn't worth, uh, you know, the personal grief to them to take away what is really a fairly arbitrary number from them. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm, the, now there's a separate question of taking away the number and, this, and, the, and, and taking away the post. So in terms of taking away the number, um, you know, one thing which was learned early on by the airlines when they did frequent flyer miles is that 
um, they, they discovered that people were earning a lot of frequent flyer miles and then they were reluctant to actually use them or cash them in uh, because uh, they didn't want the, their, their, that number to go down. Like every time they logged onto the airline's website or I guess this was early, but you, would, you, you know, they, they, they travelers were imagining that every time they go to check in for a flight, the agent there would see that they have 50,000 miles and treat them extra special because they spent a lot of money on the airline, which is indeed true. And they were afraid if they used all 50,000 of those miles to, to fly somewhere, uh, you know, to take a first class trip to Tahiti, which is actually more like 5 billion miles, but, uh, <laughs> you can only do it once a year. Um, uh, the, the, um, you know, then their mileage, quote unquote, would go down to zero, and they didn't think they would be treated as well by the airline anymore because their mileage was down at zero. And so, what the airlines realized that they had to do is start printing uh, their lifetime earned miles next every time they printed their miles. So, on most uh, frequent flyer statements, they started saying, you know, you have 18,000 miles now, but over your entire lifetime, you've earned 183,000. So, it's just a way of saying, hey, we recognize that you've done a lot of awesome work over the years. You don't currently have those miles available to spend, uh, but you've done this work. And what the gamification uh, people uh, uh, learned over the years um, is that uh, is that the best uh, karma systems are basically monotonically increasing. They're, they go up, but they never go down. So we can actually uh, address a lot of the issues that we're having by by saying, um, you know. It, it, basically, you, you, you get to, you know, once you've earned some reputation um, and maybe it stayed on the site for 24 hours or 48 hours, it's been around for a while, so it's like it wasn't actually abusive earning of the reputation, um, that's locked in. That's a permanent part of your reputation. That's it. You got those, you okay. got those, you got those points. That is what uh, Nick Craver is working on, like, right now. We should be rolling it out soon. Um, yeah, for deleted content. That it, this we're is the best podcast ever. <laughs> We're actually making it a little bit more than 24 or 48 hours. We're, we went with two months, so 60 days. Um, I argued a year, but whatever. Yeah. A year. We had, to, we had to wrestle Josh down to uh, 60 days. Uh, why, why, why longer? I mean, stuff gets, bad stuff gets deleted pretty fast, doesn't it? Well, sometimes, and sometimes it doesn't. So. Yeah. That was, uh, so, yeah, Monty had to show me the date on that before I'd go with the two months. But... Because I mean, I've, I've dealt with you know questions that uh, you can get closed in, in like three hours, and then can't get enough to lead votes. Well, so the question is, the question is, are these so. malevolent questions that stay open for years? Malevolent. Well, in other words, okay, are so they are they naked here's grabs the for reputation? Mode for this. You get crappy questions asked all the time, and there's always this temptation to go on and just post a really snarky answer. Okay. And yeah, okay, so occasionally you get. Uh, the the center cannot hold. Usually, you just get somebody being mean. Okay. And uh, we don't really want to encourage that. We definitely don't want to reward it. Oh, but if you think you think people will vote this up? Even mean, snarky answers and getting a bunch of upvotes and then getting them deleted. You know, that's uh, that's punishable. That's, yeah. It's a punishable offense. Yeah. And so, I mean, really, it should exist on the site for a significant time. It should be there being useful to people, even if the question's closed. It should be there I mean, there's another used. criterion, which is the number of views that that page got, which may – we may want to have special behavior for pages that get more than, by our metric, ten, you know, 1,000 views or 10,000 views, which, uh, um, which means – Probably a million people actually saw the page. <laughs> I don't know how accurate that number is. That number is very accurate. <laughs> it's, it, it, if that number is accurate, I will be a monkey's. They're all coming in from one IP address. <laughs> um, is that the IP address of the Reddit server? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, so. uh, 
because uh, if you add up the number of page views, it doesn't it doesn't jive with Google Analytics. But anyway, let's just say <laughs> that that number is supremely accurate. Uh, you know, a question might get to a certain number of page views, and that that might indicate that it's at least internet famous, and somebody should keep an eye on it for that reason, or maybe it should have special. Uh, you know, maybe it takes 10 closed votes instead of five closed votes, or maybe it takes, uh, you know, a mod instead of just people voting, or uh, right. or, or maybe the the rep locks in. You know, they're, they're, those are uh, they're, those are always like because I, I feel like taking away rep from somebody is sort of like poking them in the eye. Uh, you know, after you, I mean, you're going to you, if it if it was actually malevolent and the person was behaving badly, um, it's okay for the system to send them signals saying, listen, this is bad behavior. Stop doing this. We're closing a lot of your questions. You're losing the reputation on them. Don't bother. On the other hand, uh, if they did something in good faith, um, you know, the burden is going to be on us to try to make them feel like, you know, listen, we just want to teach you something. Fine. Keep your rep, but just don't do that again because, you know, it'll get closed. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, we have systems in there for if, if somebody posts just something completely beyond the pale we can punish them but, uh, yeah but that's not really uh we're, we're not even close that's not really what i'm talking about so they keep I mean, their is... and then um earlier today i was talking to jared and he had this concept of uh, archiving things and like doing something to keep good good old questions not being uh uh 40 um you know error pages for right on meta uh one of our most pro- prolific users is pekka and he's had this idea of Basically, us hosting our own archive of, of the deleted content that was valuable to the community and that has been uh, deleted. That's you know it's very contentious. So that's on Meta, and the question number is one two 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 four nine. Yes, uh, the building of the archive, building an archive of deleted questions. Yeah. Uh, so we've been discussing this internally, and, and I think it's a it's a great idea. I think Josh, you're on. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but. What are you? What are your feelings about this? As long as we can avoid getting too much crap in it. Yeah. Um, I mean, we, we're going to have to pick our criteria wisely, or just manually archive stuff. So, I mean, you have a criteria that this is not for everything that got deleted, obviously, because otherwise this would just be our spam tree. Right. Right. I mean, one possibility is making a a, a custom page that says when you when you go to a so the first question is, what happens when you go to a deleted question? Because a lot of these questions, like the programmer cartoons and stuff, um, have a lot of inbound links from the internet, and they get a lot of traffic. Uh, and you know, people come in, and they find basically the page does not exist, and then we've broken the internet a little bit, and we're pissing off Google because we're advertising pages don't exist anymore or whatever. Um, and and uh, that's probably not true. Never mind. I take that one about Google back. But but. Um, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're breaking the internet a little bit, and a lot of times people have links to these things or refer to them from other questions, and they, you just can't see them anymore. And talk about them on Meta, even. And uh, uh, talk about them on old podcasts. And, uh, you know, every time I need to make my turtle turn left, I try to find that damn question. <laughs> so um, <laughs> he's a... He's a uh, um, uh, what do you... A tortoise, really. Not, not a turtle so much. Anyway, uh, the... Uh, the uh, you know, what if you, 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 know, you landed on a page that said, this question has been deleted, but you can find an archive of it here as it existed in the past or something like that. So, uh, or uh, just, just you, redirects. You were talking about right. a, a plain old redirect. Right. Um, but, and you're redirected to a site that it's, it's visually distinct from where it came from. So it could be called the Stack Overflow. Um, what would it be called? Oh, oh, 
for Stack Overflow forum. I'm thinking like you know because there was Penthouse and it had that never mind. Oh no. And then they uh, made a whole magazine yeah, of that stuff because nobody wanted that stuff in the regular magazine because it was all words. <laughs> words. Who can't? Who wants to read? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, the Stack Overflow Bitbucket, Stack Overflow Off Topic, or Stack Overflow Archive, or something like that. Right. So it's uh, uh, you don't even know. I mean, and and I th- I actually think that it's important that it not be. I, I, these questions, as advertisements for how awesome Stack Overflow is, should probably persist you know what i mean like it's just it's right. like we're not we're not ashamed of this question it's just not on there anymore this is like one of the the stack overflow history or archive it's like our archive.org right it's like the stack overflow time yeah. machine there way back go. yeah stack overflow time <laughs> machine i like it i like it see we market just, this as a I time machine go and now it's awesome to the c-sharp page and 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 see you know all joke questions on the on the front of the list there I mean, that's, well we were what we were just like discussing is that it might not be that uh we would even have a list like we would just make sure the inbound links um, still worked and you, the content is still available where it's linked like the, in the first stages before we build so you, out you search google programmer cartoons we're top of the list you click through everything works everything's copacetic yeah, stack yeah it's, 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 instead of having a stack overflow logo it says the but, stack overflow uh, time machine and there's like a yeah, banner that says see it on the site. this 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 page is no longer a part of stack overflow this is the way it appeared on such and such a date so it looks kind of like archive.org yeah, I'm actually, you know, at the, the, we were talking about this at lunch, and I didn't like it at lunch because I thought it was like it was just a different version of closed. Um, but I actually like this a little bit more now. And we also had, you know, we always had that thing for a while that never went anywhere, where we put a little tag on the on the question saying this question is here for historical value because it's awesome. Well, but, <laughs> um, but believe me, today this question would be deleted in a flash. So don't get too attached to it. That's another thing that uh, as a stopgap. Um, as we progress towards this, yeah. toward this archive or time machine, uh, time that machine, lock, baby. that lock for historical reasons or for s- historical significance, uh, it's gotten quite, it's gonna quite a bit more powerful. Like if you lock a question with that, uh, you can no longer edit it or edit any of the answers. Like it locks sure. everything locked. on the question and yeah. its answers. It was a, it was just a celebration of April first from three three years ago. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Currently, if you lock a question, only that or lock a post, only that one single post. Is prevented from having changes done to it. This is actually when I look at the tagged questions on C Sharp, based on number of votes, um, I can see a lot of these kind of at risk of getting closed. <laughs> um, well, not really. Some of them are pretty good. Uh, what is the best battleship AI? What's the strangest things like the strangest corner case? How to use a piano keyboard as a computer keyboard? Um, Okay. No, that one can stay open. Uh, what are your favorite extension methods for C Sharp? Yeah, that's a favorite thing. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, here's what it says. It says, yeah. caution, this question is from the early days of Stack Overflow, and while we recognize the historical significance, let's have chosen to keep it around. Please realize that a question like this were to be asked today, it would be very likely to be closed by the current community of users, and the person who asked it would be put off the train at the next stop, and a bill sent to their home, and a notice <laughs> put in the newspaper of their town where they were okay. born. Jared, wow. copy down that verbiage and make sure it gets right. into the final message there. Just, we should just play that, what Joel said, when you open the page. Yeah. Background. Background sound. Alex is telling me we have to wind up because uh, we've uh, done an entire hour on this podcast. Um, so that was, uh, that was a completely unplanned podcast because this thing sort of came up. But, uh, uh, and this it's, is, uh, I'm, I'm, I try not to present this as a fate, a complete or a decision, so to speak. Um, 
but uh, just to give uh, you, Josh, a chance to sort of sound off about this in public in a, in, in a format that, that uh, people can hear so they don't have to, uh, so they don't know who to, who to talk to when they have issues. Um, yeah. For those of you that thought that we weren't doing any more podcasts, which I thought until this morning and I decided this would be a fun one. Um, <laughs> Uh, I think we, we should continue doing these with some, you know, moderate, moderate regularity. This is sort of an issue that's going on uh, right now today. Um, and I don't know what all the resolution will be, and this will probably still get uh, churned uh, uh, quite a bit uh, on Meta and on the core team and in the chat rooms. and the. Uh, uh, where's a place, uh, uh, Josh, that people should go um, if they have some feedback on this other than at the... Uh, the, at the uh, um, comments on this blog on the blog post for this podcast, which is a, probably the worst place to go um, with your comments, yeah. go to uh, go to MetaStack Overflow, and there's a question on there, which I don't remember the title of now. But it's probably pretty active right but now. But I just wrote it like fun. yesterday, so you know <laughs> I'll find the number in a minute because it can't be that far buried. Uh, community-led deletionism: a protocol for sanity. Oh, okay. And that's question number uh, 124439 yes. on this, Stack Overflow. This will, Alex will put together show notes, and this will all be linked on the show notes at blog.stackoverflow.com, which actually, since we're not live broadcasting this one, are already there. So you can already go to blog.stackoverflow uh, or stackexchange.com. See, that's the... Either one. Yeah, they should go to the same thing. Um, now, there's a bug today with a cat. One of them has a longer cache than the other one. Um, and oh my god there's a long uh, article there that you wrote you got 75 upvotes yeah I'm gonna give you another one 76 ta-da alright yeah I've already hit the rep app today so that gave me nothing okay I'm taking it back then <laughs> giving you a downvote <laughs> downvote it yes um they haven't fixed the bugs yet that's free um yeah, well, I, I'm actually looking forward to taking some of these old questions, like the, the logo one and stuff like that, and bringing them back, actually. And, and I think that uh, it seems like what we need is a, a relatively mechanical rule to decide when something is just closed and when something is closed and put in the time machine. It needs to be something that, that it doesn't require human intervention because we can see all the contention. I mean, what if it just stayed open for, for three weeks and it gets to move to the time machine and if it got closed within, like, because all the spam and stuff like that would probably get closed. There's, there's probably I think this, very I mean, little spam on our system that survived a day. Right. And it's okay if the time machine has a bunch of stuff on there that you can get to that's like, you know, old random, you know, career questions that weren't very good and never got an answer. We're going to be discussing this at length and trying right. different algorithms to see what comes up. Madi's going to be beating me to death with the science hammer and so on. So, The science hammer. The science hammer. Excellent. We're going to get a bunch of uh, different ideas together and see what actually works. Yeah. And uh, to our podcast listeners, if you haven't noticed, uh, and we've announced this a c- couple of times, but um, stuff like this that, uh, that used to be the, the, the Jeff Atwood, who um, uh, otherwise known as At Coding Horror, um, um, who... Um, at least this week is still co-founder of <laughs> Stack Overflow. We have not yet erased him from from history. I don't think we have any plans to do that either. Um, but uh, uh, having uh, now left the company, the, the official person to deal with stuff like you know what should the site do and how should we change the code so that it implements these new things is uh, is pretty much Josh um, and and the rest of the team who, who some of you already know and have discovered in, on the meta. But um, but he's kind of the front page address. For that kind of stuff. 
This has been Podcast 32. Wasn't the last one with Jeff 32, or that was 31? That was 31. This has been Podcast Podcast 32, and as usual, not not a lot of formality around our podcast. Uh, Thank you very much. See you next week.